0: Welcome to the Leading Lady Lifestyle Podcast. This is episode three, and I have a special guest today. This is my friend, Erica. She is an amazing content creator and graphic designer, boasting over 15K Instagram followers. She is also a vegan fitness enthusiast who will be in her first bikini bodybuilding competition this summer. Please welcome Erica Lee Murray. Yo!
1: Awesome. Erica, tell us about yourself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like every single time people ask me that, I'm like... Uh, it's like, where do I start? Where do I, I start? Know. Um, I'll pretty much, like, keep it short, sweet, mm-hmm. and to the point. I was a purposeful uh-oh. My dad <laughs> didn't want any kids, and my mom was lonely, so uh-huh. she stopped taking her birth control, and then I popped out. <laughs> so, I'm a mixed breed. Um, my mom mm-hmm. is Filipino, and my dad is African American. Mm-hmm. He was in the military, and... Yeah, pretty much was born and raised in Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. and I was sick and tired of being sick and tired over there, because it has small town vibes, yeah. so when something were to happen, people mm-hmm. would just kind of fan the flames, because it's probably the most exciting thing to um, happen is it in Tucson. Isn't that Kaysant small M? of a town where people know your business? listen they make it your business oh theirs so <laughs> I'm like wow that, I hope that made sense I need coffee but <laughs> they make it a point to make your business theirs mm. so they'll finagle their way in and okay. try to fan the flames Interesting. and I was in a high school relationship that lasted up to seven years <gasps> wow and He was going to propose, and literally the ring was on the way. And then I found out, and I told him, no, I'm not getting married to you. Because I felt that it was a strong sense of control, and that didn't sit well with me. Like, I was creeping up on 165 pounds. What? You? Oh, oh, yeah. I would never have guessed. Uh Uh-huh. I was working in a Starbucks within a Target, Hmm. and it was kind of like a black hole crab effect kind of thing mm-hmm. so some people were okay with getting like a five cent raise Was that like, a thing that, a, <laughs> five that was cents? a thing back then wow. it was like 5 15 you'd be lucky if you got like 25 cents to 50 cents for a raise mm-hmm. I'm like this is ridiculous but people have been there for 10 plus years and they're like oh well it comes with benefits I'm like this cannot be my life. So one day when I was working, mm-hmm. I ripped my size 14 khaki pants. And I tried to grab another 14 and it wouldn't get past my hips. No way. And so I'm just looking in the mirror and I'm like, there's no way that I have to get a size 16 pair of pants. Mm-hmm. So looking at the partner that I had at the time... He was fanning the flames of me self-sabotaging myself because he wanted me to be the stay-at-home girlfriend, wife, mother, everything. Mm -hmm. So you want me to be insecure about myself so that you can be secure that I won't go anywhere. Right. You want me to be in a cave. Mm -hmm. That didn't sit well, so I was just like, you know what? Mm -hmm. This is not working out. I love you, but this is not working and he himself even wanted to focus on himself because he didn't know what it was to, like, travel and everything. Right. So, went our separate ways, started walking, lost a good chunk of weight, started eating healthier, and then it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, of course. Um, go I for said, it. fuck it. And <laughs> with $200 in my pocket, I moved to Phoenix, and, like, the rest is history. Um, oh, I've been here ever since. Right? I think this year will be, like, my sixth year yeah. in Phoenix, wow. and... This will be the third business that I've helped Mm -hmm. start up. Oh, the one you're currently helping out
2: right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So I have Uh
1: helped Athleta in the Carolyn Commons Mm -hmm. open up. That was the first ever in Arizona. I've helped True Fusion Scottsdale open up. That was the first one. And, like, I'm noticing this trend. Like, I'm helping (laughs) these places open up. And now I currently work for Bodcore, and I'm, like, an image consultant for them. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like working up the ladder of – Okay, working for a corporation. Okay, working for a corporation, but there's entrepreneurial,
2: mm-hmm.
1: entrepreneurial skill sets within okay. that. And then now, uh, granted, I'm working for an owner, but it like it's this type of sales that is all on me. Right. I'm like literally like one step away from being a standalone entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, shit. This is a lot. <laughs> but experience is like one of the greatest teachers ever. So right. I'm totally down for that. That's awesome. You have an amazing life story. I know.
0: And then, going back to the topic of how... Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't even mention what the topic was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, horrible organization skills here. Okay. So, the topic of today's episode is how modern millennial women can grow their social media followings. Yeah. Now, when did you, like... Well, I'm sure, like, we all got onto social media when it all came out. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as, like, Instagram, what, 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 at what point in that whole story that you told us did you get on Instagram?
1: It was when I moved out here to Phoenix, because okay. one of my friends actually introduced me to it so oh. well, six years ago, so mm-hmm.
0: 2013. Okay. My earliest memory of Instagram was when I used to work at the Barnes & Noble Cafe back at Metro Center. Sure, oh. that's Metro Center, that old <laughs> mall. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just noticed, like, she would always, like, well, I guess, like, I had Facebook at the time, and she would, like, post her Instagram posts on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I had no idea, what is, like, what is this Instagram? And they were, like... There were always, like, artsy, fartsy kind of photos that mm-hmm. would end up on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Because at the time, I don't even think I had it. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have an iPhone or a smartphone of any kind. So, like, you, and that was, at that time, you had to have it. Well, I guess even now, you
1: need a, smart, a smartphone to have Instagram, right? Yeah. I was just like, maybe you could access it off of the desktop. And it was just like, no, you can look at it, but you can't upload anything. Right. You need to be mobile with it. Exactly. I was just like, this is different from MySpace and Facebook, but mm-hmm. okay. It took a minute. Because I have this weird, bad habit of if anything is too mainstream, mm-hmm. I automatically just don't care for it. If hipster in you. Rebellious. <laughs> so when Instagram came about, I'm just like, oh. I was like, yeah just fiddle around Mm because someone was talking to me about it so yeah why not Uh same thing with like snapchat but when everyone like went in Mm -hmm. i'm realizing oh i should have probably have had that same mindset because then it wouldn't have taken me four years to grow my platform right it would have probably have been a shorter amount of time if Mm -hmm. i was actually like utilizing it and then i got to see the transition of pretty much it just being like a photo album like a digital photo album to businesses actually utilizing it as a tool and mm-hmm. people that I saw would have like maybe like a thousand followers are now like in the millions and I'm mm-hmm. like oh huh. <laughs> learn from the book of hard knocks <laughs> yeah, that's amazing I can't imagine
0: that kind of growth because like right now I'm sitting at like the 900s I've known I haven't hit the one hundred thousand mark yet mm-hmm. but like um how did you feel when you hit like your first
1: 1000k follower or so 1000k 1k follower I wanted more because Mm -hmm. I understood that by unlocking Mm -hmm. certain... followings and likes and all this other stuff like with the algorithm in and of itself like I had access to more Mm -hmm. so having a thousand was like cool but I was like what can I do to like get the k Mm -hmm. and then now they just show everything they don't show the k anymore unless like you're probably like in the double digits like if you have like 5,265 it's just going to show that whole thing Mm -hmm. so I just had like little goals but the sweet spot is 10k because then you get the swipe-up feature, and you get all oh, of these things. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I was See, wondering how you, you do that. You unlock a lot. Same thing with, like, Facebook. Like, you unlock particular things because they're, like, obviously you're doing well enough for yourself that maybe this tool will help build you up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So if you're having, like, collaborations or you're being sponsored or whatever, mm-hmm. you have that swipe-up feature so that – Oh, you're driving traffic to a particular site, and you're driving some monetary value into your pocket. Right. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I've learned so much
0: today. I have no idea. (laughs) 10K is the magic number. 10K. Well, speaking of the swipe up feature in Instagram stories, like, I went to, you know, I went to this one Gary Vee event here. I know. He was in (laughs) town. I was just like, punk. He was in town, and then he always has his, like, his uh, motivational speeches. Oh, yes. (laughs) So, during his little motivational speech at the event, he was, like, going into Instagram stories. He's like, everybody has to be on Instagram stories. And for those of you who don't know who Gary V is, he's, like, this, like, he's, like, the CEO of VaynerMedia, which is, like, a social media agency, mm-hmm. basically. Um, he represents a lot of the top, like, social media influencers, and then he knows how to grow social media followings. Um, so, he's just big on the internet, he inspires a lot of, like, content creators, right, would you say?
1: Yep, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's him. He like, knows how to maneuver everyone's attention spans. Mm-hmm. That's pretty... He's like, I want your attention on me, so I'll do what I need to to have your attention Is like,
0: that part. Right. So, basically, he teaches, like... Well, he makes the connection that attention is money, and, like, you can build a business mm-hmm. if you know how to, like, get attention for your social media, right? That's yep. That. So, yeah, Gary V. Uh, but, yeah, at the event, he was saying... Um, How everyone who needs to do Instagram stories, they need to post multiple times a day, every single day. Um, And would would you attest to that as well? Like, Instagram
1: stories are really important for, like, building your following. Yes. One of... I wouldn't call it a regret. I would honestly say it was more of, like, a social media lesson. Mm -hmm. It took me four years to grow that 15K. Four
0: years? Uh Uh-huh. Wow.
1: And so... I am highly analytical, mm-hmm.
0: okay.
1: <laughs> and I like to trial and error things. So I actually was juggling probably three accounts, oh, and wow. one was for like fitness, one was kind of like a artsy vibe, and then like one I just wanted to kind of fiddle around with if I just did like motivational quotes or whatever, just to mm-hmm. figure out what worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just trial and error, error everything, and then just apply and just see what works. Everyone responded really well to my fitness journey. Oh. So pretty much went that route. So I started off as <laughs> MiraFit. Fit, Ooh. And Yeah, I just I kind of this. went from there. But I didn't realize that how I labeled myself was how I was branding myself. And mm-hmm. I don't want people to come up to me saying, oh, you're Mira Fit." I'm like, I want you to say my name. Okay. So I'm just like, branding-wise, like, that's me. So for those... That are looking to, oh, what do I choose for a name? Mm. When people come up to you, what do you want them to say? It's not even just posting every day. It's Mm. if you don't post on social media, on the internet or anything, Mm. you don't exist. Right. So, people were talking about me. I... I remember I cried when um, a clothing brand reposted one of my photos and I was wearing their top because I was like, oh, my God, I'm making it (laughs) as a social media influence. Like, it was so awesome. mm -hmm. And then I just completely like, oh, let me set this aside because it seems good. Mm -hmm. Let me go over here. My thing flatlined. Your personal brand? My social media on Instagram flatlined. Like, I didn't get as many likes. I didn't, like get past, like, I was, like, kind of teetering on, like, 15K, 14, and then, it, like, I saw it beginning to go down, it was, like, 14.8, I was, like, what is happening, and I was, like, <laughs> okay, I need to get back into the groove. But I didn't realize that I was going through some internal uh, self-worth issues. Mm -hmm. I was actually avoiding mirrors and cameras and all of these things because I think I was going through an identity crisis. So the thing with social media is you need to be solid in who you are as an individual because that's how you're going to portray yourself Mm -hmm. on a platform. A picture is literally a thousand words but is it the right words are you sending the right message oh look at me look at all that I have but internally Mm -hmm. I might feel like shit and I want people to genuinely ask me like hey are you okay so it brought up like a couple of yellow and red flags I'm like okay I need to do some like Mm self-reflecting and I walked away from that brand and now stepping into like bodcore Mm -hmm. and Our owner wants us to, like, gung-ho social media. So I'm just like, shit, okay. (laughs) Getting back into the groove of things and learning how to, like, network and talk to real people versus just, like, on the internet. Right. My social media started booming (sighs) again. And so I think after a long while, because I was teetering, now I officially have Mm -hmm. 15.4. Cynthia Sassy, granted she's a client, but I've spoken to her before. And just picking her brain, just really putting yourself into the community that you live in because mm-hmm. i'm introverted and i don't like spending time same girl with same. a lot of people because <laughs> they just end up kind of sapping all of my energy right. but she's like no if you're actually out in the community like doing events networking getting to know people that can help too because you never know who they know mm-hmm. so that has been helping i've pretty much have clients that are other social media influencers one gal went from hitting 10,000 last September to now she's creeping up on 40,000. <gasps> yeah? Wow. And I was like, okay, so what's your secret? What worked for you? And she's like, honestly, I just started posting consistently every one to two days. Oh. Three days is pushing it, but every one to two days of content that like my following wants to see, which mm-hmm. is me in cute clothes. So oh. you have to figure out what do you like? What is your audience like? Mm-hmm. Are you able to produce? Some people don't care about the aesthetics. Some people do care about the aesthetics, the second and the third, but... Mm-hmm. Posting consistently. Yes. Yeah. Do not go ghost on your own <laughs> social media platform because it takes time to grow that traction back up again. Right. Oh my God. And oh. don't even get me started on like the whole Facebook thing. It went from around 800 to then starting being active on there again. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sitting at 2200. Ooh. Yeah. And I keep getting more follows, more I'm just like, okay, you guys are becoming a little much. <laughs> I need to take a break.
0: But then I'm just you were post you started posting consistently on Facebook, is that why the number? Kept I started,
1: up? yep, started interacting more. Oh, okay. Um I have a page mm-hmm. that has been getting more love because it's already attached to my Instagram. So mm-hmm. when I was posting on my Instagram, it connected to my Facebook and mm-hmm. boop. More so page than personal, but for some apparent reason, my personal is doot, 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 doot. Mm -hmm. But I think once you start accepting friend requests, other people who may be friends with them are like, oh, I like your content, and then it becomes more. It could easily go left and become spam, Mm -hmm. but some people are actually legit. Like, I literally came from a photo shoot Mm -hmm. to come here from someone that I met off of Facebook. Very professional, very respectful. He let me know right off the bat, like, hey, I'm not trying to, like do too much or be too personal. I just want to do a photo shoot with you. Aww. And he does it for a hobby. And if you saw his gear, you would just like, whoa, you, you're surrounded by over $10,000 worth of photography gear. And he does this for fun? For fun. He did not charge me. I have wow. a CD of probably 500 shots. <laughs> and he even gave me like advice like, hey, make sure that if you're going to partner up with other photographers that make sure this clause is in here, this, side of the third, so that you're not being taken advantage of. Make sure people are being mindful of your time, because that's how they respect... Like, he's dropping all of these hints. Mm -hmm. An older gentleman. I'm just like, oh, you're not a pervert. (laughs) What a (laughs) relief. What a relief. I'm, like, telling people, this is where I am, so if I go (laughs) missing... You'll know. You'll know. (sighs) But Uh it's amazing that just by posting... Mm -hmm that opportunity pops up, meet him at Starbucks, he has two thick portfolios to show me he's legit, he has his uh, release form ready, he's oh, just wow. like, yeah, so professional. social media, and he kept calling me a model, and he's like, no, no, after today, once you start posting these, other photographers are going to want to work with you, good and I'm just like, oh, you're speaking into existence, I'm over here, <laughs> like, how can I become a model, because I'm so short, I'm 5'3 on a good day, Hi. <laughs> Yeah, that, don't let that stop you. You, I always, I just always assumed you were a model, but okay, nope. I'll happily take. No, all the shots that I had previously, it was mm-hmm. me just. Really? Nope. This is my official first photo oh. shoot. It was me with like a DSLR camera. Okay. Just. Running back and forth because <laughs> I didn't have, like, a little flip screen. Uh-huh. I had the... I can only go so far because it was such an old DSLR that I had to, like, push a button and the wire can only go so far. Oh, wow. That's and cool. I had to make sure I was, like... In front. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. But I got the shot. Nice. So, what... What? I got, like, maybe 75 shots, like, by myself. And this <laughs> guy, like, over 500. I'm like... Even better. And... High quality stuff. He had like the lighting and everything. It's like wow. that's amazing. What a what a great
0: connection. I know. <laughs> I need to find more people like that on Facebook. Right. It
1: was on Facebook. and I wow. don't really fuck with Facebook like that because I'm just like ah uh, old people. Probably because there's a lot of Tucson people on there too, okay. and I just don't care mm-hmm. for them. So I'm just like eh, whatever. <laughs> but nope, that opportunity crept up, and I was like. Because he's not on Instagram like that. So oh. I'm grateful that I was able to meet him.
0: Right. And this is and so he did this to build his own portfolio as well as help you get, like, nice pictures of yourself as well, right?
1: Yeah, strictly hobby for him. And he whipped out, like, this big black box. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty proud of everything that he has taken thus far. Mm-hmm. He's been to, like, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He's done so much and he like would laminate them and like some would be printed on like a metallic paper so it had like this iridescent look especially with um photos of like sunsets and such it Mm -hmm. just looked like the water was just glistening and you could just tell that he's just passionate about it and he's like yeah I make enough money I'm good I just want to to shoot photos and in my head I'm like oh you just want to be surrounded by beautiful girls (laughs) but granted he does get to look at beautiful women. True. But he shows them just how beautiful they are mm-hmm. through his eyes and his lens. So I was just like, it was a beautiful compliment. Aww. And I'll admit, I, I had a couple of insecurity uh, flare-ups throughout the photo shoot. Uh-huh. And just to see the photos after, like, each little session, I was just like, oh, wow. I actually look pretty dope. Oh, nice. I haven't looked up for a month, but I see the ablets. Like, nice. it was so nice. Mm-hmm. And... Social media is more than just the whole digital thing. Like, there are some real people behind it, and through social media, you're able to connect. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, what? what, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Eh, not so much. Not so much. True, if true. you didn't meet them in person, like, what are the chances? What, AOL AIM? Hey. <laughs> I know. Some perv, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, going into, well speaking of engagement online, um, I know, uh, I remember you mentioning this like tips and, this tip and trick that people use on Instagram, how they will just like
1: all of your photos just to advertise for themselves, that's like, what is, is there a term for that? It's a, look at me, look at me, kind of thing, okay, so it could be a business that, wants like a follow for follower or a like for like just to help grow whatever okay. they kind of have going on. Mm-hmm. If it's a guy, they're probably like, oh, yeah, I want to shmang and bang that girl. So <laughs> just be forewarned that you'll probably get like a little hidden DM right. somewhere here and there. Mm-hmm. It's the the request. But, yeah, some people will get bots. Oh, and right. you can kind of tell because they'll like through photos, comment on one, and then follow you. Right, And then they try to be sneaky by, like, having, like, that time delay. I'm like, we know what you're doing. (laughs) And then once you follow them, then they'll unfollow you. Um, Like, it's... So that's why I'm very, 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 very mindful of who do I want in my feed? I'm not just going to accept anyone. Exactly. Uh Because some people are just like, well, how is it that you could have several thousand followers, but you are only following, like, a couple hundred? Mm -hmm. It's because quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I want to be inspired when I go through my feed. Right. I don't want, like, some random blurry thing of, like, a roller coaster or whatever, and you're, like, <laughs> sipping a Slurpee, and it's uninspiring. Not as, yeah. And it, Not as motivating. Why? <laughs> kind of random. <laughs> <laughs> so Something understandable. Like with like, like, there are some platforms that have the type of aesthetic that constantly inspires me. Mm-hmm. So why are you on social media? Why are you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. I have a particular eye for like dark, moody profiles. Mm-hmm. So like I'll search for those. Like Frank Have Mercy. Oh my gosh. What is that? He is a photographer, uh-huh. but he dabbles in other things. Okay. His style of photography... It's, like, industrial, dark. Um, He is a sneakerhead, so he'll go to, like, some of these shows and, like, do photo. Like, just dark and moody. I'm Mm -hmm. just like, oh. But I can always, like, if I need some inspiration, I'll just go to his stuff and just look it up. But... Mm -hmm. It's not some random Joe Schmo, oh, because he followed me, now I'm going to follow you. Mm -hmm. No, I'm actually inspired by this individual, and he's providing me a service. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure that you're providing content that people actually want to be tuned into. If Mm -hmm. you just want to grow your following, what are you providing? Are you providing Mm -hmm. a service? Are you providing eye candy? Not necessarily like showing your boobs or anything, but like... Something that's aesthetically pleasing. Like, what are you providing? Mm -hmm. It has to be more than you just want to have 30,000 followers. Just to say that you have 30,000 followers. Right. You have to be providing something of value. Mm -hmm. So, if you're pretty much running an ad and trying to drive likes, Mm -hmm. you can post it in your stories. You can... um, yeah, particularly, like, run an ad, like, hey, view profile, so they no. click on it, like, they'll like it, like, ooh, because of how Instagram is, it looks like a post, it doesn't look like an ad. Right. Until it says, profile view, or view website, like, oh, right. usually, yeah, something will pop, pop up, mm-hmm. and then, like, it'll change colors just to, like, catch your eye, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're constantly, like, instant gratification, we... Yeah. see anything that, like, grabs our attention. So, mm-hmm. So that can help drive traffic to your profile. But again, okay. provide something of value. Right, right now I really want, like, the dark moody look, so mm-hmm. anything content-wise that I can pretty much get my hands onto, mm-hmm. that's the look that I'm going for. If you were to grow on my feed right now you would be like oh, she's all over the place it's because mm-hmm. I'm fucking figuring it out right I don't have all it the out. answers <laughs> I don't have all the answers I have to figure out what I like too because when people really scroll through your feed they see how you've grown as an individual
0: they do I like even like going back to my own Instagram like it, it was my personal Instagram and it's just like uh-huh. me and a bunch of like family photos or friends photos mm-hmm. but then when I started learning more about how you can like cultivate like a brand um I started going into like more more of like the comedy route where I was posting more like like silly goofy stuff. hmm And then it was also documenting my like fitness journey as well. And then and then I was a big like vegan foodie, especially when I was like completely vegan <laughs> back in the day. Um, yeah, I Has just like pita. What's that? Hashtag I know exactly. <laughs> 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 um but yeah, like I feel like I haven't been very consistent with my brand, but I'm also trying to figure it out too. Like, what is, what is my what is my brand mainly about? Um, as for right now, it's like the comedy thing. But then I'm also like considering maybe I'll go back to the fitness route.
1: I don't know public like, figure done. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I had to figure out. Mm-hmm. You know how I did the trial and error thing? Because mm-hmm. I was just like, ooh, fitness junkie or fitness group Because I was going to go like a personal training route. Okay. Uh, but I really like love photography, but I can't really call myself a photographer. Um. Uh, but I want to get into motivational speak. <laughs> um, I'm a public figure. You're okay. a public figure. Done. Then you don't have to label yourself all the time. Your public, you're, you're inspiring others to attain their dreams mm-hmm. and, and aspirations. Done. I like that public figure.
0: I'm also even considering going back to my full name as my handle. I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what you end up being known as, whatever your handle mm-hmm. is. Um, so that yeah, that got me thinking. Because I, I, it would be nice to just be referred to as like my name rather than some
1: username. so. <laughs> Branding because mm-hmm. again, that's what you're drilling into people's heads. So right? when right. they see you, mm-hmm. oh, brand, mm-hmm. you are your own brand. So, how do you want to represent yourself? Exactly. So, if you do want to do the whole fitness thing or dance in your stilettos, I like oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like dance videos she too. She does not care. She's <laughs> on the leg up and I everything. I don't, don't like, care if I don't uh, have the flexibility. I'll try. Uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, comedy like, you're a public figure, but you're mm-hmm. showing like. Hey, I'm not just a person that focuses on one thing. Mm-hmm. I have multiple passions right. that I'm extremely successful in. So, oh wow. Young Asian woman. Mm-hmm. Inspiring other young Asian women. Yeah, she can By do multiple hand. things. I could do multiple things. Cause mm-hmm. that's where they fucked up like in school. Like they make it seem like you have to focus on one thing. Mm is not the case you can aspire and do anything that you want Mm. i forgot who i was listening to as a motivational speaker but they were saying in life it was gary v oh hello (laughs) Hello. of course it it was um he was mentioning that you can't be half pregnant on all of these projects pregnant Uh uh-huh you can't be half pregnant on all of these projects you need to focus on one he said Because schools are having you focus on only one thing for, like, the rest of your days that you go to college for and then you fucking retire and die, Mm -hmm. like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: okay, you only have, like, one skill set. So if you took, like, a Mm 10-year-old and they were passionate about wood and carpentry and whatever okay they could be passionate and become an expert on that for like five to ten years mm. and then they change their mind mm. you know what i really want to geek out and do graphic design okay mm. focus on that five to ten years so as time progresses on they might have changed their passion or point of interest like five eight times imagine the skill set imagine the whole network slash clientele that they've developed by dabbling into all of their passions and met people that share that same passion. Like, Mm. you just completely set yourself up for success. You're constantly happy because you pursued anything that you loved at that time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We're human. We're capable of changing our minds. There's nothing wrong with that. So, for me, I'm just like... Ooh, graphic design, ooh, fitness, mm-hmm. ooh, potentially modeling, but yeah. I actually wanna be in front and behind the camera, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I have to pick one. <laughs> I don't have to pick one and be done with it. I'm just like, just focus mm-hmm. on one for a period of time and be consistent in that, mm-hmm. and then change my mind. And let me focus on this, I'm 28. Then you got a good chunk of time to dabble into, like, maybe, like, three or four passions. If okay, I yeah. really wanted to. There's so many fun things out there. It's like, how can you
0: just choose one? Right? <laughs> but for you, public figure. Public figure. That is great advice. Because then I won't have to change it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see to decide. Do you want
1: to be known as, like, mm-hmm. Anjali the Comedian? Mm-hmm. Or, no, Angelie, Is it Meehan? Oh, Meehan. Meehan? Meehan? Yeah. The oh. thing that, like,
0: made me consider changing it was because the, the whole work thing because I'm still one of those I'm not financially free a financially free entrepreneur yet I'm trying to get Key there yeah yeah <laughs> yet. hit the scale exactly but when I get to, like but in the meantime like I do need an, an employer <laughs> so I was just like like at that time like I was also like in between jobs so I was like applying to jobs with my full name and I was mm-hmm. just, I know that employer is still like Google searches on potential employers. How many red solo cut pictures does she have? Is she reputable to the brand? (laughs) Exactly. So I just, like, did that just to kind of hide, like, my not-as-suitable-for-work content. Um, But if I'm working towards building a brand and making my own business, I won't be an employee for much longer. So if I just go at it with that mindset,
1: like, why not have my full name, you know? Yeah. And also... You're in control of you, fuck the brand, fuck the business, because obviously they don't coincide with not necessarily like your values, but in the direction mm-hmm. that you want to go in. Right. So that's why I'm extremely grateful for Bodcore because mm-hmm. I'm able to be the individual that I am, plug whatever I need to plug, mm-hmm. but I'm learning everything to stand on my own two feet because I see the bigger picture. Right. So if you're interviewing for other companies and such, like are they pertaining or contributing to the bigger picture, or they want you to contribute to their bigger picture. Fuck you and your dreams. Like, right. it's a give and take. Good point, though. Because, sorry to say, mm-hmm. True Fusion wanted me to eat, sleep, breathe, do everything True Fusion, and going through the freaking identity crisis. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not it. Like, they expected your social media following to just be always I made it a point never to post anything true fusion on my platform. (laughs) I kid you not, because I'm the one that was busting my ass to grow that following. Right. And then I decided to focus on theirs. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How how would you feel if you grew your platform for Mm -hmm. a decade? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And someone comes along and is like, "Well, you work for me now. We tap into your social media." I've had a job like that. My last job.
0: Wait. (laughs) Did you feel some type of way? Yeah, I I felt like it was an invasion of my privacy and like kind of it definitely like crossed that boundary. Like I should like I I like to keep my work life separate from my personal life Mm -hmm. in certain aspects, and like the fact that I had to use my personal like Facebook and Instagram to recruit people for their organization Mm -hmm. like I wish they would have let me know that so that I don't know they just like I just felt like it was crossing the line but that was my job
1: so I did it so they were probably hoping oh if she posts on her social media Mm -hmm. that will drive I'm not getting a percentage off of that listen Mm -hmm. every single person's platform who treats it as a business Mm -hmm. everything is either taking away an opportunity for me to earn money, or it's going to generate an income for me. Multiple streams of income. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Um, For the big top name uh, influencers, especially like triple digit, Mm thousand-ish, like 315K, Mm -hmm. that's, give or take, how much they make in a year. Good question. That's not a question. That's a statement. Oh, is that? Wait, say it again. (laughs) So if... Say an individual had 315,000 followers, Okay, that's probably around the same spectrum of what they earn. Really? So when you look at their following, that's roughly how much they earn.
0: Oh, wow. So it's like walking around with
1: your bank account showing.
0: Yes. Wow. And
1: that's why a lot of people are very selective on who they partner up with and do, like, collabs or whatever who they represent Mm -hmm. they're very very mindful of it but there's different tiers this is probably pretty good to know Mm -hmm. there's different tiers for social media influencers okay trade oh you send me product and then i'll post it and i get to keep the product Mm
2: -hmm.
1: okay but who gets paid the business you don't get paid because that reels more sales for them. For them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All in a nutshell. If people are trying to go that whole route of we'll give you a promo code, mm-hmm. and then if you get like ten sales, then we're going to give you a percentage back, or oh, we'll send you another free product. At the end of the day, what are you worth? Your perspective. How much are you worth? Mm-hmm. Listen. For what I want in life, it's fairly expensive, and I'm unashamed to say that. Mm-hmm. I'm a little high-maintenance and, like, high-quality things. Mm -hmm. It's just what it is. No one wants to shop at Walmart and Target for the rest of their lives. If they Uh do want that for themselves, more power to you, but that's not the lifestyle that I choose for myself. So how long am I going to entertain you sending me free product that you've only spent $2 on? -hmm. Then they view you as, oh, you're only worth $2. You're not worth, like... A heavy hitter. So, if Fashion Nova is sending you free product, Mm -hmm. but paying Kylie Jenner a million dollars for one post. That's not really fair. (laughs) Just be mindful about it. Right. That's all. And some brands, like, you'll have to build a relationship with, um... I personally love, like, lounge underwear, and I'm trying to build a rapport with them. Like, mm-hmm. I buy their products. I actually model- modeled it this morning. Ooh. Like, I'm trying to build that rapport. Like, I already love your stuff. Mm-hmm. To be able to be an influencer for you or a brand ambassador or whatever that looks like, it would be a fucking honor because I already love their stuff. Same right. thing with J-Lux label. Like, I aspire to be in my mid to late 30s, still rocking their shit, exuding Mm -hmm. sex appeal, but being elegant, sophisticated, and pretty much being a powerhouse, Mm -hmm. but still expressing myself because I am a sexual human being. As we all are. Yeah, right? (laughs) So, what are you looking for? It's not just like, gimme, 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 gimme free stuff because Mm -hmm. I can't be able to afford it myself. How can you be in a position to be able to afford it? Right. Who are you wanting to collaborate? Everyone wants to start a business. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. If you actually went through the process, it weeds out a lot of the weaklings. True. So, like, not everyone is willing to do like the work that it takes. Nope. So, it's just something to bear in mind if you're trying to actually be an influencer. Mm -hmm. And what are you influencing? Uh, Okay, I'll pay you $500 to eat this gummy bear and say (laughs) that it grows your hair. Oh my god, (laughs) okay. I see another gummy
0: bear hair thing. Right? It's, it's everywhere. So we talked a lot about Instagram. We kind of dabbled in Facebook. Um, I do know with Facebook, they're trying to, like, um, go the Netflix route by having their own premium content. Um, I don't know if Facebook Watch is
1: one of them. Fa- well, correct Red me if I'm t- wrong. Table talk. Red Table Talk. What is that? With what? I don't know. How what you... that tell of you? Yeah. Yo, how do you not know about that? I don't. Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-mm. Listen, like <laughs> when all of this is said and done, you're gonna check it out, you're gonna binge watch everything. Okay. So she decided to create her own show Okay. in her home called Red Table Talk, and they talk about, like, some heavy, nitty-gritty stuff. Ah. And the Smiths, as a whole, you don't really know that much about them. Right. But everyone is like, oh my god, you guys are like the new Kardashians, because you're actually Ah. real. And they delve more so in their lives, Mm -hmm. the relationships that they have with each other, um, old friendship, like, everything. What's it like to be a stepmom? And they just... Go into it. Oh, yes. They Ah. talk about, like... Literally everything under the sun, but mm-hmm. they bring in other celebrities. Oh, so you get I to guess. see their perspective. Like Kid Cudi, I didn't know he was depressed. Really? I didn't know he was addicted to drugs. I didn't know about any of that stuff. And he talked about that? Uh-huh. He's like, Jada was the number one person that was in my corner supporting me, like, trying to pull me out. Mm-hmm. Jada understood because her mom used to be a drug addict. And no we're wow. looking at her like, yo, she got like an eight pack and she's like in... Her sixties, seventies, like what? So Incredible. is that? Um, and that's a. Is
0: that a free show on is Facebook? It's a free show on Facebook. Okay, so Facebook Watch you don't have to pay for. It. Am I
1: right about that? Nope. It's just don't like you have
2: to pay for it. It's just content.
1: Fun. Okay. It's Facebook is trying to be everything. Why do you think they're trying to be Facebook, Facebook, basically? They're trying to be everything. Not just YouTube. Yeah, that's why they bought Instagram. They're trying to be everything one-stop shop Mm. so you're always on our website Mm -hmm. Mm. or if it's like a branch off Mm. still instagram and facebook so i know you were talking about like advertising for like instagram yes so when you do it on facebook Mm -hmm. you tap into facebook and instagram Just so you know, if you're trying to run an ad, do it on Facebook so it taps into both platforms versus on Instagram, and it will only show on Instagram. I've noticed that. Oh, Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. So you just knock it all out if you just go straight to Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Will do. Yep. There's different things. Um, Be Mm -hmm. mindful about how much you spend. You can start off small. You can do different areas, Mm -hmm. like where you feel your audience would pretty much be in. Um, if you got the Skrilla to be able to, like, broaden your horizon, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention to who's responding and this, that, and the third. Right. So that you could take that demographic and then apply it to other things whenever you have something going on. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that you need to go a route of spamming. Like, look at me, look at me, look. Mm-hmm. Desperation is not sexy. No. Nope.
0: So you just want to... Be strategic about it and not just spammy. Same thing with hashtags.
1: Strategic. Mm. A lot of people don't know with hashtags, you can only post up to thirty All right. at a time. I didn't know that. When you tap on hashtag fitness, there's probably millions, if not billions, mm-hmm. that pop up. But you still yeah. want to include it because you do? You still want to use that fitness hashtag mm-hmm. because you're showing that like you're a part of the in crowd essentially. Oh, okay. But if you're like hashtag Scottsdale fitness 2019 (laughs) and it only gets like maybe like a thousand Mm -hmm. uses from other people, you're tapping into both. The thing is, is you're showing that you're relevant, but you are trying to have a higher probability of popping up Mm -hmm. as um, probably like the top picks on the explore page. Okay. You know when you tap search Mm -hmm. and all that stuff pops up? Mosaic Uh people. It's because they surpass a thousand, if not 2,500, likes in a timely manner. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's pertaining to content that you've already interacted with. So. When you see it, you know those are like the heavy hitters and that's your goal is to pop up. So if I were to search up hashtag fitness, mm-hmm. Angelique, you're not going to pop up because right. you're competing against like millions of other people. But mm-hmm. hashtag Scottsdale fitness 2019 and there's only like a thousand and everyone's been responding to your content so well. Boop, right. There you are. Mm. You're just hashtags is just a, like a net. What's the probability of... People uh, seeing you in their right. net. I have also heard
0: that same advice from, well, you follow her too, Mandibucci. Yep. She, yeah, she talks about like how you, yeah. your hashtag should be like, uh, <laughs> do you have an opinion?
1: <laughs> no, I've seen her. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people's journeys. And uh-huh. I see the route that she's going in. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, but I think she's getting lost in the sauce. You but think go so? ahead. Okay, well, just, like, it just reminded me of what, I, I
0: listened to her podcast, and she did mention, like, having your hashtags be, like, more niche, like, in the, like, I don't know, like, five-digit, or, yeah, five five to six-digit range, if you're using, like, a hashtag, mm-hmm. that way you have a more of a likelihood of being, dis- like, stumbled upon, mm-hmm. whereas if you use the ones with, like, a million, like, uses of, of it, like, the more popular ones, like, fit, hashtag fitness, mm-hmm. like, you'll get lost in the... The but then
1: you have the, those hashtags where people are like hashtagging their thoughts, like hashtag oh my god I love pizza, <laughs> oh my god lol. Uh, right. Nikki Blackadder does it. Um, Heidi Summers, aka Buff Bunny, does it. Like, uh-huh. oh, but they're so fun and relevant. What is the probability of me tapping on it and people using that same hashtag? Come to none. Right. But they, people just think that it's entertaining. Right. Not strategic. Exactly. Uh-huh. So for me. When it comes to, like, hashtags, same mm-hmm. thing, kind of, like, with Facebook, but mm-hmm. I feel like a sweet spot for me personally is, like, three to five hashtags, because okay. I don't want to seem extremely spammy, mm-hmm. whereas on Instagram, I, in my notes, have paragraphs. Oh. uh uh-huh. so, so... you can just copy and paste. Yep. So I'll have, like, a theme, so one will be, like, lifestyle hashtags, one will be um, fitness hashtags, mm-hmm. one could be, like, vegan foodie hashtags, but I just generate like clusters or paragraphs of hashtags pertaining to anything that I may be posting. Mm-hmm. So if it's kind of like a leg day, okay, I'm going to go in my fitness fitness hashtags and then I'm going to look for something pertaining to like, oh, leg day or hashtag hump day or anything mm-hmm. along those lines. Highlight it, copy it, paste it into my comments, mm-hmm. and then kind of let it fly. You know how I told you I was highly analytical? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, before okay. they changed the algorithm, mm. you could post your first 30 hashtags. Okay. Get all the traction from it. Mm-hmm. Once it starts slowing down, you delete those hashtags. You paste a fresh set of hashtags, and then all the interaction kick- starts again. again. Uh-huh. And you can't do that anymore? Nope. They oh. took that feature away. Mm. Yep. But, yeah. <laughs> Told you. Like, I just... I geeked out on stuff like that. So I'm just like, ooh, what did you guys do now? Yeah, so now cool. you have to be posting on your feed, mm-hmm. on your story. You have to be going live. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do not feel comfortable going live, and I did a 100 live challenge. Oh,
2: and so, like, oh, you did? I
1: did. Oh, wow. So Kenyatta Banks actually introduced it to me because mm-hmm. someone challenged him. Um, I think it was Jen. Jen Gallagher. Mm-hmm. She challenged him. He challenged me. He was just kind of just talking off the cuff. And Mm -hmm. I decided to do a theme of 100 Lessons Learned. And then he adopted it. But everyone thinks he's this freaking genius. It was (laughs) me. I (laughs) did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Now that we talked about Instagram,
0: now that we talked about Facebook, let's go into YouTube now. YouTube is the second largest search engine after Google. So it's a great way for people to stumble upon your content. Um, I know a lot of like businesses, or like online entrepreneurs, use it to like give free advice, like offer value first through their YouTube videos, and then they at the end they like plug their website. It's just like a lead generator, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm starting to learn a lot about that. Um, so I definitely can see how useful YouTube can be for growing like your business as well as like your following. Um, yeah. Do you have any? What's your experience
1: with YouTube? Mm-hmm. First, mm-hmm. did anyone ever make that connection that Facebook bought Instagram and Google owns YouTube? I'm just oh, true, true true true. Uh-huh. It's a freaking yeah, then they're competing against each other. Oh wow. Uh, I
0: didn't realize I forgot that you mm-hmm. Google did buy YouTube. No wonder <sighs> they're the things? second
1: largest. <laughs> <laughs> oh Google Google's smart, yo. Know? Mm-hmm. Um when it comes to YouTube, I actually started a YouTube channel and then I did a podcast on there. Mm-hmm. Um I learned from the book of hard knocks, and because I was uploading from my phone, I wasn't taking the necessary steps, because YouTube, because of the amount of uh, oversaturation of influencers, they started cracking down, especially if you wanted your content to be monetized. So, in a matter of two weeks, I got two strikes. (gasps) What? From uploading from your phone? Because I didn't know. People know what they know. People don't know what they don't know. I didn't know you weren't allowed to use a hashtag in your caption. That was my strike one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, the little uh, general information, I accidentally used a hashtag in there. You're Uh not supposed to. So, one strike. Okay. Second strike was because I uploaded from my phone and I didn't choose, like, the categories of, like, who I wanted to tap into, tags, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. They viewed it as spam. Oh, wow. hmm And they said if you get a third strike, like, your thing gets pulled. And with their strikes, it's on your account. I think I got the strike in September, October, or November. Okay. It, it was one of those three months. I just knew that it was lifted towards the end of February. That's how long the strike stays on your account. Oh, my account. goodness. And I was so <laughs> on edge about it. I was like, I'm just not going to post until yeah. February. Mm-hmm. and which it is now. Well, this was <laughs> oh, last then, February. Okay, right? gotcha. uh-huh. And because I was focusing so much so on another brand's content, I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I'm not going to do the whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving the 28th of this month. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I, I feel like I have a vlogger's heart. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I want to entertain that again. I can see that. Yes. And have you heard of Vagabond Youth? I have not. You've heard a lot of people I've never heard of. <laughs> I think you would enjoy her stuff. She has um, Mondays or mornings with Amy okay. and with Amy, something along those lines. Uh-huh. Um, But she will be doing her makeup kind of like a get ready with me, but she's oh. like dropping like some hard factual stuff and like mm-hmm. showing some insight and providing like advice like for people that may or may not be experiencing, like, tough times. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to go that route. I'm like, ooh, I would love ooh. to do that on Sundays. And so, like, it can be live, like, on Monday or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yeah, I have gone through so much life. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, have, I have a lot of stories uh, to share. I have more than enough stories to share. But I'm just like, you know, that could be a service to someone. Mm-hmm. Just sharing experiences, sharing the wisdom, mm-hmm. and then boop. And I'm a visual person, like, I will creep up on people on YouTube all day. <laughs> Instagram, Same. what? Like, as a user, I love watching YouTube stuff. Behind the scenes, frickin' respect. Because mm-hmm. learning how to use, like, a video editor and all, people don't tell you that stuff. Oh, the software you, yeah. aspect of it?
0: Yeah. No, I went I to know. school with for it, so it kind of helped me. But yeah, like a lot of people, like, on their own, it's kind of hard to figure out.
1: It's a mess. So I dabbled in it, um, trying to find, like, music that doesn't flag, like, all of the... No one talks about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter McKinnon, he blew up the YouTube space. He was a photographer, Mm -hmm. but he loves doing, like, B-roll and stuff, so he'll teach you how to do those things. Some of his stuff I adopted, and I had, like, nice transitions for some of my vlogs and everything, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. like. Mm The passion behind that, but then I acknowledged that I was turning it into work, and it wasn't fun for me anymore, especially with, like, getting those strikes, so mm. I drifted away. I mean, like, as soon as you start losing passion for something, it's hard to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, just, like, trying to be mindful on that. Mm-hmm. I know you were talking about, like, clickbait.
0: Yes, um, click, well, clickbait is another tactic that I know that content creators on YouTube on YouTube views, um, so they'll like kind of have a misleading title that makes you think it's about one thing, but uh-huh. then you watch the entire thing, and it was nothing about that. Like they'll have like a fake feud between two like really All good the friends stupid pranks, pranks
1: like that uh. too.
0: But yeah, a lot of that is just to get you to click on their video, which is kind of not shady, but like I know why they do it because mm-hmm. it helps them. they help them. It helps them get
1: views. Um, but I know that. I don't know. I wouldn't, like, abuse it like that, but... I would be strategic, yeah, honestly. Yeah, strategic. Um, it would not not necessarily be clickbait. It would be like, oh, this probably would pique your interest to make you want to click on it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, innocent. But keep your viewers kind of on their toes. Like, you don't want to talk about the thing that you have as a title for, at the very beginning okay. of your video.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless that's what you're into, but then <laughs> they aren't going to stay for Uh, a five-minute long video if you already talked about it in the first minute right so keep them guessing it might be halfway through it might be towards the end like do they have to watch the whole video for the supporting details to get to what the main topic is that you're going to discuss at the end of the video like you have to keep having their interests Mm -hmm. but keep them guessing just don't ever do it at the very beginning of your video because then they just click off Mm -hmm. um when I was briefly doing the uh Influencer Route with Firework, that app that I told you about, yes. mm-hmm. I learned about humans' attention span. Very fleeting. <laughs> like, second... Like, what? You get people's attention within the first three seconds. Mm-hmm. It's extremely impressive if you can hold it for six seconds. And if you hold it for more than nine seconds, you've won. That Yeah, it's impressive. And... They would give us uh, weekly reports and break it down like the percentage mm-hmm. of like how many people viewed your content, how long you were able to hold their attention, and they give you tips and tricks on how to prolong that with whatever category you are in for fireworks. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, shit, same thing uh-huh. with like Instagram, like it has to be, "Oh wow, that looks amazing." And you want to interact with it. have to hold their attention, same thing with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hold their attention, provide something. That's why a lot of, like, the beauty influencers, they will say, like, outlandish things throughout a makeup tutorial, because who wants to watch a 20-minute makeup tutorial? Someone else doing their makeup. Right. It has to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, watching other people play video games, and these content creators make millions of dollars. They do. They say, it's the commentary Uh and what they're doing and all this other stuff, and and it's just hilarious. Yeah.
0: Entertainment. Infotainment is is another term I've heard. Like, you're still teaching someone something, but you're also being fun about it.
1: If you're actually providing something of value. Right, like playing video games. (laughs) Listen, some people have, like, really dope tricks. Or, Ah. say, like, a person can't get past a certain level, and they watch someone else, and they unlock a different feature or go a different angle that you originally weren't even entertaining. Okay, so that's Mm one advantage.
0: Oh, I did not know, know that. I learned All the things. things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're approaching the end of this podcast episode. I wish we could go on forever. I know, right? So much good information flowing here. Um, but what, what are, like, the top three takeaways that you'd like people to walk away from this episode as far as, like, how to grow their social media followings?
1: Know who you are as an individual mm-hmm. prior to posting anything. Okay. Because... Once you start posting and creating your content and develop a community, it's not even just a following. You're developing a community. Mm -hmm. It gets harder and harder and harder to differentiate the mask that you put on versus who you are genuinely. Right. So that's one. Uh, Second one is know your audience. Know what you like and how to tap into that audience. So it might be you checking out particular hashtags that might coincide with what you're into or going after other people that have similar content and you're tapping into their community. Mm-hmm. Just kind of see what's out there and pay attention to what everyone else is doing so that you can tap into that community so that you can develop yours. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have to like each other. <laughs> Mutual admiration. Right? They're going to show you love because you're providing something that they love. Right. Give and take. guys. And the third thing... Collaborate with as many people as you can Mm -hmm. and do it genuinely. Don't do it of, oh, you have 20,000 followers, I really want to tap into that. You don't care about the individual person, you care about their following. People are going to look right through you. Mm -hmm. Some people actually want to build relationships and friendships and collaboration at its finest Mm -hmm. instead of just using people. So collaborate with more people and actually genuinely build a relationship with them. Like, this is a collaboration.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We know each other. Yep. (laughs) How dare you try to tap into my fault? Like, no. Mm -hmm. Either they like you, and they'll follow you, or like they don't. Like, it's up to them, Mm -hmm. but at least, like, we are genuinely, like, building a relationship, maintaining a friendship, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Those
0: are my top three.
1: Great, solid advice.
0: Erica Lee Murray, thank you for being a part of yes. the Leading Lady Lifestyle podcast, episode three, how to, or sorry, how modern millennial women can grow their social media followings, and speaking of which, how can people find you on social media?
1: At Erica Lee Murray. Mm-hmm. That's
0: E-R-I-C-A. Get it right. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> E-R-I-C-A. You heard it from her. Yes. Follow her. She's well. amazing. <laughs> guys thank you for watching episode 3 of leading lady lifestyle you can find us on spotify you can find us on apple podcasts we're on a number of platforms because i got approved for them through the anchor app so you can check us out on anchor yay the next episode Bye. bye